we're really, really happy to announce that um, that we are just signed a an ambassadorship program with Schedulicity. Schedulicity is a scheduling app, and um, they've been kind enough to uh, to help us out this next year. Yeah, they uh, we met them in L.A. when we did the uh, Salon Digital Summit, and they really believed in what we were doing mm-hmm. and how we were doing it, and so they wanted to know how they can partner up with us to. Uh, to even reach more listeners and, exactly. and give what we give. That's that's right. So um, with our uh, with our partnership with uh, Schedulicity, we will be able to reach more hairdressers and we'll be able to bring a lot more content and get to a lot more hair shows. So uh, hopefully, we can see you guys out there in the hair shows when we're there visiting. Yeah, and and they're going to give us a, some business tips uh, throughout the podcast as well. And I'm so excited that you know. We're partnering up with people that believe in the same things we believe in. Yeah, no doubt. That, that, that's pretty exciting. So uh, anyway, Schedulicity, once again, big shout out to you. And uh, thank you for joining your day off. <laughs> Silly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, sit with my best bud. Tony, what's up, man? What's up, homie? What's another day, on? another day at Premiere? Yep. Or the same day, really. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the end of the day, uh-huh. and uh, sometimes they say you say the best for last, right? Well, we, that they say that, right? Yeah. So I'm t- I'm totally into uh, to this story. Uh, just you know, we were doing a little bit of chatting before uh, we got on here, and man, her story is uh, pretty dope. I can't wait to get into it. Yep. So um, a couple things is that we had actually been talking. I don't know. We've been talking for a few months, right? Mm-hmm. And um, more than a few months, probably for. I don't know, every bit of a half a year or so. We've, we've been trying to get her on, trying to get her on, trying to get her on. I thought we were going to have an opportunity earlier, but it didn't happen. So here we are today, and we, we're going to make it happen, right? Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, I'm ready to get in. You want to get in? Yeah. <laughs> so today, um, we're super stoked to have Miss Erica Keelan um, on the podcast. And uh, Erica has a salon in, in uh, Jack. Can we talk about Jacksonville for a second? Yeah. Jacksonville is... If you don't know, you better know. And we're, we're, we're fortunate enough this weekend, we're going to do another podcast about artists from Jacksonville, and I'm pretty stoked about that. And there's some mecca hairdressers in Jacksonville. I don't, you know, you don't even think about Jacksonville um, other than like the small little like Navy town, you know what I mean? And they are just killing the hairdressing game. Oh, the Jaguars. <laughs> think, nobody thinks of them. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody ever thinks about that. <laughs> so uh, Erica is a, um, she's a salon owner, and she's got a pretty dope salon, and um, it's a little bit... Uh, Conceptually, it's a little bit different than um, other salons, so I can't wait to get into that story. Can't wait to get into her story. Can't wait to, can't wait to bang it out. All right, bring her Ready? in. All right, Miss Erica Keelan. Thank Hi you. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Oh, thank Absolutely, you. man. So before we get into the whole Jacksonville bit, where are you from? Where did you grow up? I'm originally from North Carolina. I grew up on a farm in southeastern North Carolina that my family has owned for. Uh, my family has been on the land since the 1800s. Um, my maiden name was Reynolds, and I grew up at Reynolds Crossroads, a very, very small town. Um, and my, like, the house I grew up in was built in the 1800s. It was my grandparents' house. Um, just very, very small town. I moved to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, as soon as I got out of hair school at 19 and worked in a salon there just to get into a bigger city. And I say I did my college years at Chapel Hill. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> I didn't go to Carolina. So you said you grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. Was it still an active farm, it's, or was it an old farm? It's still an active farm to, de- to this day. Um, it's an estate now that we're, um, I'm, my husband and I are going to probably end up with the land and keep it as a functioning farm, but we will rent the land out and have other farmers take care of it. That's um, cool. What kind of farming is it? Um, we have a mass production turkey farm on it, uh, and then the land we do cotton tobacco sweet potatoes whatever the farmer that rents the land wants to put on the land that year they mm-hmm. do that so. that's cool do they have to um like alternate crops and stuff in yes. order to keep the the, the the earth rich absolutely i know more about this stuff than people realize <laughs> 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 and like like growing up in high school i worked my dad's turkey houses so 
I can't think of anything more disgusting in my life. Why do you think I work my ass off <laughs> to get off the farm? I mean, I really at this point respect and love the way I was raised, but at 18, you just don't respect that stuff. No. And being raised on a farm, but knowing you wanted to be in this kind of world, that was a big leap for me. Uh, so I, I just got out. I, I mean, I picked up dead turkeys. So, I mean, I didn't mind washing hair or cleaning floors. You know, it was like, couldn't be any worse than picking up dead turkeys and, you know, cleaning the houses and that kind of stuff. So I can't believe I'm talking about freaking turkey houses, (laughs) (laughs) but it does throw people off that that's how I started. Right. Yeah. So. But but doing the turkey houses, I mean, how did you discover hair? Is, is hair was in the back of your mind? Did you honestly? Be? I always wanted to be a hairdresser. I um, I think it's pretty common. I feel like a lot of hairdressers. Like I'm dyslexic, and I had a really hard time in school. I I think the week of graduation realized I was going to actually graduate. <laughs> um, and I just I was always drawn to hair. I loved it. Uh, my parents were believers, and I needed to go to college. I was the first of their children not to go to college. So they really did push me to try to do college, and I I just didn't want to. So I got out of hair school, and after the first year, my mom quit after I let her do my taxes, which I would would never encourage anybody to do that again because then she completely cut me off. (laughs) Not that she was giving me much because I don't have a ton, but, you know, she was helping me pay my insurance and stuff like that to get started. And she goes, you made more than I did this year. You're you're done. Um, She's like, can I get a loan, Erica? Yeah, she said, said, you're done. um, So... I, uh, yeah, I got lost there. So that's, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was just envisioning since you loved hair, maybe uh, doing a braid and putting turkey feathers in. No, no but I had older sisters, so I always braided their hair. I, um, as but yeah, as a kid, I learned how to braid really young. I was always playing with my friend's hair. Like there was one case. This is kind of a gross story, but I was playing with my girlfriend's hair, and there was these little bugs in her oh. hair. I was picking them out. I had no clue what they were until I was in hair school about five years later and saw, because, you know, I'm like 12 or 13, like, braiding my friend's hair, and I see these bugs, and I'm like, ooh, what are these? And we showed her mom, and her mom's like, don't touch her hair anymore. And it never clicked until I was in hair school, and I saw we had the lice, like, Mm -hmm. part of hair school, and I saw the bugs, and I was like, oh, my God, I was picking (laughs) lice out of such and such's hair, you know, like. Uh And I, I literally was. Her mom never told us. I, I and you never got it? I never got them. Oh, my um, But, yeah, I was always in people's hair. Um, and it's just, it was, I think it was the one natural gift I got. Um, you know, other than my sense of humor and, you know, th- that kind of stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> my dry sense of humor. Right. My dry sense of humor. <laughs> yep. So, like, when you, uh, when you started to do hair and your parents wanted you to go to college and, like, farming, like, uh. w- was there big backlash from your parents? Um, well, my mom had 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 such a hard time with me in school. I think she was scared that if I didn't continue to, like, keep my education up that, because I had a hard time reading, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, if you don't play sports in school, it doesn't really matter. But, but if you can't read really well, like, it kind of messes everything up. If you're not right. an athlete, it's not going to end your world. But if you don't learn the same as everybody else, that's a little different. Where now, I think people understand, like, the audio, visual, that kind of stuff, but what I'm 41 so 30 years ago we didn't I don't feel like we knew as much about that kind of stuff so I just had a hard time and I think she was more worried about that's why she wanted me to go to college not that she thought I would be wouldn't be okay as a hairdresser because she let me do it but I think that just their generation they thought you had to go to college because they didn't go to college and all my brothers and sisters did um and it was it was it was fine but before both my parents passed they were like you know Erica's the happiest at her job like my brothers and oh sisters all have jobs. Right. Like they're not, they're not passionate about them. They pay the bills, where I actually get to do what I love and um, now inspire others. So it's fun. That's, That's amazing, right? Yeah. So, so, all right. So you moved to Chapel. I moved to Chapel Hill, and I was I was there for six years. Um, in that six years, I took a sabbatical and moved to the Virgin Islands for like six months, and that was so fun. I did all wedding hair. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but at 21, partying, <laughs> Virgin Islands, you know, I had I had enough money saved to get me through about six months, but I was broke and it was time to come back. And I went back to the salon in Chapel Hill and I worked there for a few more years and then I was just over Chapel Hill. I was 25 and I called it my quarter life crisis <laughs> and uh, I had been to Jacksonville. My brother lived there and I just picked up and moved. 
Uh, and so there's work. no thought or anything, just like, oh, Jacksonville to work out. Honestly. They have my, the Jaguars now. My brother lived there, and I went for 4th of July, and Jacksonville has a huge 4th of July at the beach where, like, everybody's on bicycles and every house has a party. And I was like, this place is awesome. <laughs> it's cheaper than Miami. I'm not really a Miami girl because I'm, I'm a country girl. So Jacksonville was still small town enough, but it was out of North Carolina, and I, I, I got away a little bit. And I wanted to live at the beach. So I could afford to live in Jacksonville Beach, and so I just moved there. And I found a salon that the woman happened to be from North Carolina, too. So it was like the perfect match. Mm. And I worked there for three years, and then I, I, I salon topped until I found – basically, I was at – I salon topped two – I guess I did three years there. Then I went to another salon for like four years, and then I went with one of my best friends who opened a salon – and I was part of helping her open that. And it was an incredible opportunity. Um, it was her salon. I was mm-hmm. just one of the head stylists that was there from day one. And it was an incredible opportunity. I learned a lot. But seven years later, it had turned into one of these really big, you know, they didn't care how pretty the hair was. It was, you're at eight to ten clients a day. Can we get you to 12? You know, like. Mm. It, with it like just, the, with it all was, the retail pressure and all yes, that stuff as you well. Yes, you know, I was at a hundred and. $89 a client and $33 in retail, but they wanted me to get it all up, which was fine, but it was taken away from my quality of service. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, I was a head stylist, so I was helping everybody else, which I love. I didn't realize I would love that part of it. Uh, and I just, I got burnt out, you know, four days a week grinding for someone else. And then I just needed something else. I loved the environment I was in. Like I say, it was one of my best friends that had opened that salon. But it just wasn't fitting for me. I was traveling. I'd started doing my, my stuff with Darina. And I had to follow their rules, and I wasn't doing a very good job of that. And as a leader, I didn't think it was fair to them. Right. Um, so I decided to leave, and that's when I decided I couldn't find what I was looking for. I didn't want to be in a suite because I didn't want to be by myself. I love having a team. I was not going and working for anybody else ever again. I wanted to work for myself. So I came up with kind of a hybrid. Like my stylist, we have eight stations. We have, at this point, 14 stylists. And we're, a, we're kind of a hybrid. We do 30, 70. They provide their own hair color. We provide um, the space, you know, obviously, any drinks, anything like that. And um, it's, it's really, we've grown. We started with three stylists, like I say, unless... In less than two years, we were at 14. Wow. So yeah. was your best friend when you left? She ain't my friend no more. <laughs> oh, it, you know, it's not, it wasn't anything personal. I just knew that she could not be happy that I wanted to do something different. If she would have, because I had told her for years, I was watching actually Butterfly Loft. They opened at the same time we did. And I was watching them grow. And I'm, I kept on saying, hey, if you put sweets in, I'd be happy because then I could have worked for myself, but I could have been part of their team a little bit. Right. And so that's what gave me the idea to do what I did. I kind of just created what I was looking for. Um, and I found that I'm, I'm happy with that. How did you, so you have 13 stylists and eight stations. How's mm-hmm. that work? No one works five days a week. No one works five days mm-hmm. a week. Nope. Mm-hmm. No one works five days a week. We all share, like I'm behind the chair three days a week. Uh, my business partner, I do have a business partner. She's just had a baby. She's behind the chair like two days a week right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just switch it off. We share. The salon provides the blow dryers, the brushes. Stylists are, per- are expected to provide their own like cutting shears, their sure. um, combs, clips. You know, the personal stuff, things right. that you, you want, but we provide the stuff so they don't have to move in and out of a station every day other than a scissor case and some clips and combs. And so that's how we do it, and it's working right now. And you now. open seven days a week? We're open six days a week, and uh-huh. it just it just shifts. Everybody shifts. Some girls work. Um, there We do have a couple stylists. Like, we have a stylist that is part of the Mentor Me program right now, and she is between, like, two days a week she takes clients behind the chair, and two days a week she does support staff. So we do have a couple stylists that are still on support staff we don't call them apprentices I, I like everybody to support each other right so we call them support staff and so we have a couple girls that are hybrid between support staff and stylist and they're learning and that's how I teach I the salon I was at previously who like I say it gave me great opportunities but they were like a test out with their apprenticeship program right 
I, I, I do not get on test out. I do not do good on test out. So I do more of a hands-on training where, like, my support staff, they do half of the head. I do half of the head. We, we do things. I'm a learn with my uh, uh, visual learner mm-hmm. and, like, actually doing it. So that's how I do it. Learner. Yeah, She's yeah, a do it learner. Do it learner. Not, do it learner. Not, not, you know, um, but, yeah, I, I find that that works best for us with training our girls because I'm not always great at telling you exactly why. Let's just do it together, and we can. I'll tell you mm. how it happens. And how did you um, – how is the pay structure bro- broken down? You kind of flew through it, but I was like, I got lost. We do – our stylists provide their own hair color because we really wanted, like, educators. We wanted people that were very passionate, that were there to make money. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say that we – we all got to make money. You know, sure. I, I'm still a base color highlight hairdresser. I'm not taking these big projects on. I'm every 30 to 45 minutes. I do work that way. Um, so they they provide their own hair color and, like, caps and clips and stuff like that. And then we provide, and they're at 30% or they're at 70%. Um, and then we don't have a front desk for anybody. Our support staff uh, greets people at the door and helps. And then we book our own appointments. So you don't nice. need a front desk. We ring our own people out and we book our own appointments or support staff while you're finishing up. If you're like running by, behind, we have iPads. They come over, ring ring your client out so then they can just leave. So is the POS, does everybody have their own individual POS as well? No, we do it through uh, a, do, do it through one point of sale. And we, I know everybody's like, is that legal? Because I know there's kind of like some gray. I'm not area. really. Wor- I'm just, yeah, m- m- my question isn't about legal or not. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in how all these, how everyone's doing yeah, it, right? How and it's making different. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it's kind of interesting because I don't. It is kind of weird. It, it's truly a hybrid. It's truly a hybrid. The reason we wanted to do one um, point of sale system is because I wanted it to still feel like a, a group salon. salon. Right. I didn't want people to feel like. Oh, that's my stylist. That's you know. I wanted it to still be a group team environment. And if my guests want to buy product, I didn't want to say, "Well, you got to ring out with this person, and then you got to right. ring out with the salon." So we have all, and everybody that works there agrees. We have a contract that we sign. You know, that they're okay with it because two legally, they're technically ten ninety nines. We had a lawyer write this stuff up, so I learned a lot more legal stuff <laughs> than I ever wanted to know. And he kept on saying, I don't care what you call it. You've got to do what's legal. And right. so if they're 1099s, um, technically they're supposed to be in charge of their money. But with our contract, they sign over that it's okay for them to get paid every two weeks. And so inevitably they get a direct deposit in their account every two weeks, and we do it that way instead of paying them out every day. So. But when you pay them out, then they're responsible for the taxes that you send. They them do all the taxes. Yes, yeah. they 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 do all that. But then, you know, what I've found a lot of people that scares like stylists that have been at big commission salons, but inevitably you can write everything off now, so it kind of mm-hmm. breaks even. Mm-hmm. I've found that I've broken even that way um, because I can write more off right. when you're an independent contractor. Because when you work for a salon, you can't really write anything off. Yeah, you can't write anything. You can't write anything off. So it kind of balances out. So yes, they're all responsible for their taxes. I can't tell them legally, you have to be here at a certain time. There's a lot of little things that like our lawyer was like, you can't make, I can't, um, I can't technically give them a dress code. Um, there's a lot of little things that you don't realize, but we have standards, and that's what we tell them. We have standards, and you know, if you want to, if you want to continue to have a station or a spot with us, this is kind of what we expect, and it's it's easy. I mean, I've been lucky. I'm waiting. You know, we opened two years, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. We've been lucky so far. You know, we've everything's gone well. I'm sure we've been thrown a lot of a lot of curveballs in that two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still gone smooth. I mean, like last month, my business partner and I, neither one, were in the salon, and it was our highest profiting month. So, wow. you know, our girls are doing it now, and they get along. You know, like my business partner in January or in February had a baby three months early. Oh. So she's been completely out of the salon. My father just passed on May first. Mm. So the two of us, the beginning, whole beginning of the year, have had. Pretty stuff. much the craziest, and our salon has grown and doubled, and like it's growing and doing great. We should so. take the rest of the year off. Uh, we're not there. <laughs> 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 we 
we've got plans for expansion because now we want to buy land. It's stupid to rent a space. You know, we're trying sure. to grow and we inevitably want to have a, a destination in Jacksonville for people like you guys to come down and say, hey, we're going to record in Jacksonville and maybe do a collab at Studio Sage. We want people coming in and we want to have our salon. We want to have a full studio which we have a small studio in the back of the salon. So you're talking about like a photography studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with a video audio room too, so people can do IGTVs, they can do YouTube, whatever. Podcasts. Podcasts, podcast. that kind of stuff. We want like a destination for stylists, and we're going to add suites to our existing, existing salon. So we're looking for a space to have our what we have now, mm-hmm. and then when our girls are like, you know, I, w- I may want to have the option to work five days a week. They could rent a suite then. So, we're going to back up a little bit because you, mm-hmm. you talked about your mom, and your dad, and uh, they they both passed. But you, they 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 were able to see you go through all these changes yes. and see the uh, just just the growth of their daughter in, in an industry that you know, and you're killing it. But I mean, they had to be super proud, right? Yeah, I mean, were. at the end of the day, you know what I mean. They wanted you to go to college, but at the, at, the, at, the, at that time, they see the joy, and you're you're able to take care of yourself. Yes, you know? because I think my mom did think she was going to always have to take care of me because I had a hard time in school. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I really like, but I always had a good personality. My teachers, my mom would tell me she was like, "I'm tired of your teachers telling me they've never met a student like you." She's like there's got to be other kids out there like you because I was very personable. I was always like the teacher's pet, but then they also had to ride me to make me do my work because if I'm not good at something, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. You know, like I don't know who likes doing stuff they're not good at. <laughs> so, True. but, but right. like school is the Your one siblings? thing. Your siblings? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're, they're all doing jobs they hate. So. Right. Uh, so they were very happy. And honestly, my mom got sick really quick and she did get to see my salon briefly before she passed. So, Oh, so you've but, lost both of them pretty quickly then, yeah. in the last three years. I, we opened the salon at the end of 2016, December 2016. Actually, at Premier 2017, we found out she had a brain tumor, mm. and she died in July. She died six weeks later. Wow, that was quick. And so then my dad, pretty much immediately, he, got, he had cancer too, and um, he had skin cancer, so he fought it the past year, and he just recently passed. And yeah, so... For the past almost two years, I've gone up there for about a week a month to take care of them because I'm the baby of four, and we all took a week. They didn't stay by themselves. We really took care of them. That's really sweet, dude. It speaks how close you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. I did come from a really good family. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. That's what's important. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that farm parents. life, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I, and I say that farm. now. My family's like my family's like that. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Like for Memorial Day, this past Memorial Day weekend, there's probably sixty of us at my house yeah. for a barbecue. My, my poor boyfriend, or my poor husband, when he was my boyfriend, and we had been dating, I guess about six months at that time. I took him home just to meet mom and dad and to meet the family. My mom threw a barbecue with sixty people as a meet and greet for Erica's new boyfriend. <laughs> Everybody, and I, I was 32 when I finally met someone. So he, she thought, I mean, I was still bringing home roommates at, you know, 30 that she, I think she thought I was had a girlfriend, you know, not, not that it mattered, but she definitely um, was happy when I finally met a good guy. She was and, worried, Erica. Yeah, she was worried. <laughs> well, she was worried that I would be, like, she told him, she was like, I'm just so glad that Erica finally found somebody, but I didn't want anybody. I was, I was wild in my 20s. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I will not hire anybody that was anything like I was in my 20s. Let's just say that. Um, So that's more what my mom, she was just happy I finally slowed down. She was like, you don't need to go to the bar every night, Erica. Well, I can. (laughs) I got a boy. I'm like, I got to work at 10, so I can at least stay out until midnight. Right. (laughs) And I was normally out until 3 or 4 and then going to work. But I was not a great. Stumbling in. Yeah, I was... I've learned a lot. Right. You can do that in your 20s, though, yeah. right? Can't do it at 41. Bro. No, no. you cannot now. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Uh, uh, headaches yeah. last like three weeks. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it take, yeah, it takes your whole week to recover. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and now, you know, I just don't, because I am a leader, I don't want, I just don't want to do that. I don't want other people seeing me do that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, now, because I know if one of my staff comes in and can't support me, you know, that's, that affects us all. 
It affects and the team. So it right. affects the team. And mm-hmm. I just didn't realize that back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. What so. are your old bosses saying today? Uh, <laughs> they all love this, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh um, but, you know, I can thank them all for everything. Even even my one of my close friends that I, I was part of that salon with, um, she taught me a lot. You know, mm-hmm. we just went different paths is all it was. And they're very successful still. still and I wouldn't be where if I, I am if it wasn't for them. So um, I just went a little bit of a different route. Mm. Did you find, like, like kind of going back to, like, partying, Erica, yeah. did you, what, were there times where it was, like, an interruption to your day or interruption to maybe even your career path? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there foiling, sweating, like, can I just get done with this? I got to go lay down. I got to go to the bathroom. Right. And, you know, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was a horrible employee for about 10 years. Mm. I was definitely a horrible employee, and it would it would affect your whole day. And I just I don't I don't want to do that anymore. It was right. fun, but I definitely um, enjoy feeling good at work now. Um, but yeah, there were times that you know it was like, can I just get done with this haircut? And it's half dry. You send the client out. You know, like you wonder why you don't have a good retention. It's because you're fucking half ass doing it. You know, <laughs> <Right>. like. <laughs> At least it's Florida with wet hair, not like D.C. in January. Well, even Florida with wet hair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, n- n- now every client, I'm like, turn your head down. Let me make sure that line's straight. It's just, I mean, it's right. growing up. I needed that. I needed to go through And nobody, that. like, shook you out? Like, none of your other employ- uh, employees? Employers? Um, I think personality-wise, they liked me. They just... And I would come to work. That was the thing is I always showed up. Yeah. It just, you know, I may be sweating and smelling like alcohol when I was there, you know. <laughs> like, it definitely, and, and the, probably the salon it was the worst at, there was a whole group of us. We called ourselves the Frangiposse. The name yeah. of the salon was Frangiposse. <laughs> and we called ourselves the Frangiposse. And we were all between the age of, like, 20 and 30. And we all did it. So right. that I... Shanna, I love you. Thank you for putting up with us because that owner put up with a lot because there was a whole group of us that were doing it. Like I owned a house and there were four of us that lived in the house and three of us were hairdressers. And so there was one day that she said, can I get your key? Because my my business or my roommate had not shown up at work. So my roommate woke up to our salon owner rubbing her back saying hey are you okay are you gonna come to work today because <laughs> she had grabbed my key out of my purse and right. she was like I gotta go to your house she's not here yet and I was like oh my god I hope she's okay you know oh. and then my poor roommate woke up to our salon owner rubbing her back and yeah so they were very patient <laughs> with us <laughs> but we were also I mean we were working we were there working we just may not have been doing it's not the quality of work I do now. It's not right. stuff that I. It was just enough to do, get by. Right. Where I don't want to do just well, enough to get by. You're, you're, you're just getting by was good enough to, to. It was good enough to keep me going. Yeah. You know, it was it was good enough to keep me going. And I mean, at a young age, I was always pretty successful. You know, like with working in good salons and getting clients. I think I've always been able to talk to people. Maybe the southern charm thing. Um, so I was I was always able to have clients because. And I hear this on podcast all the time. Clients don't know the difference between good and great, mm-hmm. but they know a bad, um, uh, a, a bad experience and a good experience. Yeah. So I think I was doing okay work, but their experience one on one, the connection was one on was good one on one. So when was the shift? So when were you like, you know what? I gotta put I gotta put old Erica to bed. It just happened naturally. Um, you know, so it was working, just progressive. It yeah, wasn't like a working at my friend's salon. She really whipped me in shape. I can't. There's no hate there because she did. She helped me a lot in knowing my numbers. I don't need to be told my numbers every day, mm-hmm. but I had never been aware of my numbers. You were just slaying. I was just doing hair. I didn't know what your average retail service ticket was, mm-hmm. or your average retail, or your average service ticket, or your average retail ticket was. I didn't know what that was. So she really taught me that and made me aware of those things. And if you make me aware of them. I'm going to challenge myself, and I like to compete with myself, but I'm not trying to compete with anybody else. And it's funny that I say that because I do all the contests, but I really like creating the piece of artwork, and then just entering in the contest is what I do with it, you know? Right. So I, um, it just happened naturally. I was ready for, I think I started getting into doing the hair competitions. 
I had met Darina. We were doing photo shoots. And then um, my friend, obviously, was making me more accountable at work. She was like, Erica, you can't show up with no makeup on. You know, like, <laughs> if you don't have any makeup on, the outfit better be good and your hair be, better be perfect, you know, or... And, I mean, I was always good. I've always loved fashion, so I always felt like I came in cute. But I would come in maybe with holy jeans or something, and she'd say, that's not professional. Where now I do let my girls wear stuff if it's trendy, but if it's holy jeans, you got to have your hair perfect, your makeup right. perfect. You know, there's trendy things that we can wear that she didn't always think was okay, that mm-hmm. I think is okay. Um, but it was it was time for me to grow up, too. I think. So you knew Darina before your, your salon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darina and I met... Kind of explain who Darina is real quick. Darina Although she's been on the podcast. Yeah, she has been on the podcast. She is my... She's one of my best friends, and she's a photographer. And she works for Cosmoprof now, and she does classes with them on how to shoot photos. I'm I'm sure everyone's seen her picture. They just don't know who she is by mm-hmm. name, maybe. And By the I, way, she does a killer class. I sat through it. and Oh, you did? Yeah. It was it's insane. a good class, yeah. If, if you're listening and you can take a Darina class at a Cosmoprof, do yes. it. Yes. And we do a lot of classes at our salon. Um, like, she and I will team up and do some. And, yeah, Trina's an incredible when it comes to photography and stuff. And so I had hired her for Naha, and she had shot my Naha. And she was actually working with a hairdresser at the time, and he was doing her hair, and they were taking some pictures. And he was moving to New York. And as soon as I heard he was moving to New York, I was like, hey, can I do your hair? I've got this comp- competition I want to do. And it was Pravana Show Us Your Vivids in 2015. And that was the first image that I ever had go viral. I, I ended up um, winning Pravana Show Us Your Vivids with that entry. And it was the first time I did Darina's hair. So it just kind of was like, oh, shit, let's do this again. So for the first year we were friends, we did her hair every month a crazy different way. And we would go to shows, just try to meet people. And we didn't really know where we were going with it. I just loved the art of doing hair. And it was actually when I was at the other salon, I was getting burnt out there. So I was starting to do that art stuff just to keep me inspired. And it went off. I mean, we, that first year, we got a ton of good images. And then people started knowing us. We started doing some classes and it's kind of rolled from there. Um, Darina is definitely good at educating. I don't feel like I'm that great at it. Uh-huh. So I like to team up with her if we do a class because she does a lot of speaking. I'm good one-on-one like this with you guys, but in front of a classroom explaining why I'm doing what I'm doing, I just, I'd rather you watch and figure it out. Like, <laughs> I'm just not great at explaining. I don't right. feel like. Well, you have another show as your Vivid's winner in your shop, yes. too. Yes, yes, Sarah Jane, yes, she did last year. And, yeah, we, we do a lot of competitions. I mean, I, I have Contest Guru, or I think Contest Guru on my Instagram, but I always say I'm a contest whore. <laughs> and I, I get my girls to whore themselves out to every contest, too, because it's, it's a good way to just, I don't even do it just to win, it's to just put yourself out there. Right. It, Creating that image just makes you feel so good because me behind the chair, I'm doing base color and highlights. I'm not doing the fun stuff. Right. So that gives me that outlet because I'd rather do the base colors and highlights behind the chair. And, and to bring Sarah Jane and Darina, you know, full circle, mm-hmm. I mean, they won an AHA this year. They won an AHA this year, Sarah Jane. Yes, she had. And, you know, honestly, she just, she was at the salon. She put her collection together and it, it turned out beautiful and she won i mean it was incredible it was her That's first amazing. time ever putting a collection together we had worked together a lot throughout the year of just mm-hmm. doing other stuff and her and darina just created a beautiful collection and it's amazing yeah she won and that was darina's second naha she has won yes one other one of her collections one um newcomer like in 2016 i think that's so amazing yeah. how did i mean I don't know anybody else. That, I don't. I don't think I know anybody else that works at Sage. But like, mm-hmm. how did you kind of like bring this team together? It's funny. <laughs> I when I started Sage, I, I, it was the worst breakup of my life leaving the other salon because mm-hmm. you left a whole team and sure. there weren't really expected to kind of be part of some of the stuff I was doing because I was still doing my photo shoots and stuff, and. Um, so it was like a bad breakup for me. It was the worst breakup of my life. And so I kind of started creating my own. And I had seen Sarah Jane had won Modern Salon Top 100. And she just happened to be in Jacksonville. And I think um, she had worked with our friend Casey Powell. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really know either one of them. But I just noticed that Casey, or I looked up their salon. And then I just direct messaged 
um, Sarah Jane was like, hey, you're doing fun stuff. Let's meet up for lunch. And I just was looking at other friends because I didn't feel like I could use my friends from my old salon because I felt like it was going to put them in a bad position. But I was sure. just wanting people to shoot with. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know she was going to eventually then come work with us. I just wanted to be her friend because she looked like she was doing the stuff I was doing and she was Modern Salon Top 100. So we just became friends and then me and Casey became friends and it just kind of slowly we started building and right after I left the original, the salon I was at with my, my girlfriend right before I opened my salon, that right after I left, about 10 people left also. Oh, so it was a big walkout. It was a pretty decent sized walkout, but it was broken up. Right. But there was a lot of them that were under non-compete, so they had to go work somewhere for a year 12 miles away before they came to work. And I, I, I was not hiring anybody. I, they all had to work it out. So in the past six months, we've had five new stylists come on. So it's kind of like I have, and I just realized this in the past couple of weeks, I combined my old family with my new family. Mm-hmm. And so, so those five stylists are from the old salon? They're from the old salon. They work their non-compete out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had started doing all the fun competitions. Like Sophia, one of my stylists, she won Goldwell Color Zoom last year for the U.S. Wow. Uh, so we all dabble in all kinds of competitions, and um, Sophia had really gotten into the competition world, and she wasn't being supported where she was. So she wanted to come and work with me, and right. I, I'm, I'm not dealing with a non-compete, I, and I just don't want bad blood, you know? It, right. it would have called bad blood, too. So they all went out and worked their non-competes out elsewhere, and then they decided to come because they wanted to be a part of what we were doing. And so we've really grown a lot and it's a, a little bit of both so I have my new studio sage family combined with my old family and we have a great we have a great group of girls that's awesome no boys no boys yet we've got one that just came in shadow the other day and I'm so excited I hope he comes on <laughs> <laughs> he's 19 just eager as oh. hell so. what does Jim Plank call those Boo Bears. Yeah, Boo Bear. Boo Bear. He's a little Boo Bear. I call it I was like you could be our token our token, <laughs> our token boy our token boy in the slot. That is That's funny. So, are you, so you have a reputation, um, or is the draw to your salon because of the competitions and because of the photography and all that stuff? I, I or think what do you think so. the draw is? That's the draw. I, I think so. Um, I think a lot of people see what we do on social media and think we just do photo shoots. Where yeah. like, I always invite people to come and shadow with us. I'm like, you can come to a photo shoot, but also come and shadow a, a real day behind the chair because right. we do both. And I think a lot of people think that oh, I just want to go work there because it's gonna be photo shoots well that's not what we do that doesn't that doesn't pay my bills that's my fun pay the bills that's my fun stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but it has gotten me in the industry I mean I can walk into Pravana's booth and know everybody you know I've I've gotten to where I know a lot of people from a bunch of different brands because I've worked with Schwarzkopf I've worked with sexy hair from contest I've won contests with these different companies and then I've started to be able to work with them and do different things so it really opens up a lot of doors too do you work with anybody um, on the competition side or on the photography side? Do you work with anybody from other salons as well? Are they welcome? Or, yeah, or, absolutely. Or? I'm flying out to Utah in July, and I'm actually going to shoot with Christopher Benson and his team now. And his photographer, because I've never shot with another photographer. Only Darina. Only Darina. And, and honestly, I'm self-taught. I've never worked with a big brand or anything like that. So I feel like Christopher Benson right now is kind of mentoring me. He's an incredible man, him and his wife, Greta. I just love him to death. And I'm learning kind of the arts, like his side of things, putting a whole group together, you know, where I've just kind of done a picture here, a small collection there. Yeah, we're um, huge fans of Chris, too. Yeah, he's and an incredible man. Yeah, yeah, the work that he did with uh, your good friend Casey, that was pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, 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 they do. They do a lot of fun stuff. That was pretty and, sick. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll all be working together on Monday. We, we Salons Studio Sage and CBC Collective are doing a um, collaboration this year. We all know that's kind of the word of the year, collaboration. Right. And they came out to Jacksonville last March, and we did a collaboration that we had gotten published. And we just hit it off. We've all gotten along really well since then. And so we do stuff now. They've been to the salon a couple times. Like I say, I'm going out to Utah. I inevitably want a destination that anybody can come to to shoot. They can come mentor one day if they want to. Like, Chris's wife wants to come in, and she's like, I think I want to come work here one week a month. You know, like, just to hang out. Because oh, cool. we have, we do, I do like my group of friends, or my group of girls. Um, 
I shouldn't even say girls. My group of women. <laughs> Independent women. You can right. say girls. We can't say yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I do have one of my stylists. She, she's very um, liberal. And she's like, I don't like you calling us girls. I like women. 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 So I so say they, women. Right. So you have all the girls and then that one woman. Yep. <laughs> hey, and you know what? She keeps us all in line. She yeah, is right. my... Um, my I love, uh, she's Alex. She's one of our, our senior stylists, and she keeps us in line. She she will come to me and tell me when I need to be put in my place. And, <laughs> hey, I need it sometimes. We all do. Yeah, you got to respect that. you got to respect that. And if, if they're not your friends, if they're not putting you in your place, they're not your real friends. If you're doing something wrong, you need to be told. Yeah, so. Corey's always trying to put me in my place. So. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm blown away. By first off, you three years you said, Sage? Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half. Like just you guys are a, killing it. And I'm, that's what I'm saying. And like and once again, I mean we're gonna get into this Monday, you know, hopefully actually when we talk to Casey and Sarah mm-hmm. Jane, um, they're gonna come on the podcast about, you know, Jacksonville and just I I'm just blown away how you're building all this from Jacksonville. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like not to goof on Jackson, yeah, but, but that's not what I'm trying to do at all. It's more of like just just where we are as an industry now, mm-hmm. and where where you don't have to be from LA, you don't have to be from New York. Yeah. You can even be. I mean, this whole weekend's been filled with like Utah artists, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? So, Utah's a big one right now too. That has a ton of artists coming yeah. out of it. And like I s- said earlier, we have Jill Ray, who's one of the mentor me girls from Matrix. They've got a big thing with Tabitha. I don't know if you guys know about this right now. Um, Tabitha Coffee from sure. Matrix. They just chose five people, and she's mentoring them the next year. So we wow. have one of those in our salon also. Um, what? Yeah. So another contest. Bro, yeah. you must be like, you must just be like proud mama, right? I am. I'm very proud of them. I couldn't have, you know, the past month's been very emotional for me, but I was sitting down the other day, and I was like, I couldn't ask for a better group of people. This is exactly what I wanted when I never even wanted a salon. You know, like again. just say that again. Let that let that kind of like sink in. Like 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 you've manifested. I mean, that word's overused, but but it's worked, right? Yeah, like you've, manis- you ma- you've manifested this, and and I think you know, like I have to be aware. Like we all can't be sensitive. We all work together, and I have to tell everybody all the time. Hey, we spend more time with each other than we do our spouses. A lot of times, mm-hmm. you have to let some stuff go with that with that many people. Um, but yeah, it's been a great group. I wouldn't ask for anybody else. I mean. I am asking. I, I want to add more to our team, mm-hmm. um, but I've got such a good team. If I don't get anybody else, I'm so totally happy with who we have because we do have a great team. What are, what are your? Uh, do you have staff meetings, and what do those look like? We do. We typically do like three to four a year, mm-hmm. as what we've been doing. We have not done one yet. We're trying to get one planned for um, July. We've just had a crazy, a crazy sure. beginning of the year. But yeah, we we sit around. We kind of go over. We go over things, you know, you have you have the same stuff you have to remind people every time. Hey, guys, we <laughs> share things here, you know, like before you leave at night, make sure you throw a load of laundry in, you know, those right. kind of things. Because all stylists are expected to help. You right, know, it's right. not we have support staff and they just do this because some of our stylists don't double book. So if you don't double book, you're kind of expected to kind of help with everything because we are still a team. I have two questions about... Um about just again, again, your model. I'm just, mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, first question is like, so although everybody's 1099, who pays for the um, for the support staff? Okay, that originally, when we first opened, we were not providing any support staff for anybody. It was myself, my business partner, mm-hmm. and we had one stylist. We all had personal assistants that we paid for ourselves. Mm-hmm. When they were on the floor, because they're on the floor now, and they're the three of them are pretty much, they're not fully booked yet, but they're, they're getting there. Um, so when they went onto the floor, we had to, to hire or get some more people. And the salon, me and my business partner decided to just provide that for the stylist. But it's not like if you double book all day long, that's not your personal assistant. You have to hire your own personal Got assistant. It. But if you need somebody to just do a shampoo here or there, or they're there to greet people at the door, they are there to help you. Mm-hmm. But they're not there like when I have um, my support staff help me like do a balayage or something like that or apply base color. I'm there to train them. That's not what our support staff, they're, they're doing that with me and my business partner to learn from us, but not necessarily with everybody else. If you want that kind of service, you do have to provide your own 
that makes uh, sense. support staff. That makes sense. Um, like I'm getting ready to go back into having my own support staff. Like I'm going to have my own assistant um, just for me because the way I book. But I want to show the girls how to book that way so they can eventually do that and then they can have their own. You should have a contest. A contest. Right, yeah. <laughs> come, come assist Erica Keelan at oh, Sage. I could, I could do that, actually. I could. You should do that. Um, but, yeah, like the the gentleman we talked to the other day, he I think he'll end up coming on with the us. The Pooh Bear? The Pooh Bear, yes. He's so sweet. <laughs> I liked him and he'll, and he'll come on as your personal assistant? No, 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 no. What we'll do is the girls that have been there and support staff the longest, those will go into personal assisting right before they go out onto the floor. Got it. So we're kind of cre- we're creating systems that we didn't – intend on but yes we are creating systems i mean we're still new it's like every month's different it's like oh we changed this now we got to do it this way Mm -hmm. um but things are changing and i think that's what we'll lead into is now the ones that are getting ready to go on the floor they'll be personal assistants it's kind of like they get their phd before they hit the floor it's pretty awesome that you said things are changing and you're you're willing to adapt to accommodate those changes if you don't you're gonna i mean you get stale you have to change what what did philip say Evolve or dissolve. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's so true, though. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people in our positions that have been doing it for 20, 30 years are over it. They're not ready to evolve. They want to do those clients and get out at the end of the day. And honestly, that's how I was in my 20s when I was wild. Is I just wanted to get out <laughs> so I can go out drinking, you know. Where now it's like, no, I really want to put the effort in and mm-hmm. like do a good job, not... Right. Get out by the end of the day, you know. Like, <laughs> not not Miss Harpy yeah. Happy Hour. No, right. no, 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 no. Yeah, make it over to the Hyatt. Yeah, we're headed over there now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the um, another question about the again? I don't know why I'm fascinated with what what you're trying to create there. It's just neat, I think. So, d- you said that everybody brings in their own color. Can they bring in their own line, or, or do they you bring have their to, own line in? So yeah, they yeah, do no. anything. In the we world? have pretty much everything in our salon, and we all have we have our color bar has um, drawers. So everybody has a drawer, mm-hmm. and then they have a locker in the back that they keep their color in. Okay. So it's, they can use whatever. Like I said, we, we kind of want educators. We want people that are really that are good at doing hair, but they still are really passionate in about it. Um, and so that's why we chose to let everybody choose their own color, because then you limit yourself. You know, every color line's like, just be, you know, be this at our sure. color bar. But I don't want to do that. They don't support just me, you know, no, like, right. why am I going to support just you? Right. They, um, <laughs> I like that actually. I'm going to use that again with one of our distributors. Um, I'm that, being independent, I kind of like that. It's like I can pick and choose because, like, there's no perfect brand out there. No. But I feel like I can create a perfect brand, you yes. know? It, yes. it, and just for a shout out, Unite 10 Second, like, Detangler is the greatest stuff ever. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> Bro, it's the best detangler and ever. See, that and a wet brush, you're done. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. And, See, and I wanted to, to have that, you know, like I use Schwarzkopf Lightner for a long time. I used Gold Oh, that's why I use that too. Like how about Back Bar? Back Bar, the salon provides that because we we sell IGK, Evo, and Davines. And so the salon does provide the Back Bar um, just so the stylists sell the product. Right. Uh-huh. So do you, um, I mean, like with Back Bar, like you have to sell so much retail in order to get, you know, the, whatever the yep. points. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, we do know, all that. All that yep. stuff. And you're, you're doing enough retail out of, like, the salon's retail to pay for that? Pretty much. Right now we are, yeah. Um, That's bad. Yeah. yeah. So we, we are, um, in the beginning, no, we were not. We were having to buy it all. Right. But we are. We have picked up now. And, and retail, we haven't even started pushing retail with our, with our stylish yet. We're not going to, we can't push them too much because legally we can't. Sure. Uh, but we do want to point out because even with our retail, we do um, more of a sliding scale, you know, Anything over a thousand, you maybe get. I don't know all of this stuff. Let me go ahead and be completely right. clear. My business partner is more like I'm the artistic. She would be more the, the numbers, it, the business. Right, yeah, right, right. So I'm numbers. kind of throwing these. But I think anything over a thousand, they maybe get fifteen percent instead of just ten. You know, because mm-hmm. and and a lot of the bigger salons, you only you don't really go past getting ten percent. No. Um, so we try to give them bonuses so they'll sell a little bit more. Um, we have found we do a lot of extensions. You do one head of extensions because we, we extensions are retail for us um, when we sell them. So that really helps with the retail numbers. That's <laughs> so how often do you guys get together and collab with each other? Uh, all the time. I mean, I mean Sarah Jane, Casey, Sammy Skinner. 
People come in our, like, in our area, come to our salon all the time for us to collab. I mean, people, Rebecca Taylor's flown out and done a collab. Christopher's flown out. We've had quite a few people come out. How in the hell did you build this in two and a half years? I, I'm old school. I got, I got on social media early, I feel like. I got on Instagram in 2014 and started building friendships with these people. And that's how I've gotten, I feel like, Rebecca and some of them out there is because right. we built a friendship early in the game. Now, granted, they jumped in numbers. I mean, all of them are killing me in numbers because I'm not really, I don't put any of my personal stuff out there. I'm kind of private on social media. Mm -hmm. I don't really put a lot out there, but I've made a lot of friends. Until through. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I told you I'm very open when personally like one-on-one -on -one with people but you just don't want to create it i just don't put that out there i don't need right. to tell you that i'm i'm sad because of this you don't want to know that you right. just want to see my artwork I'm, right. i feel like my right. people come to my page for inspiration they don't really care to get to know me right <laughs> you know because i don't put myself out there um but i have met a lot of people through instagram just being on here for so long I think we need to uh, we need to set up a uh, a Presley Poe uh, collab at Sage. Yes, absolutely. I think she'd come she come out. Well, she adores you. I mean, yeah, every time I talk out. to you about it, uh, talk to her about you. She's like, oh, I love that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presley's a we love her too. Um, but yeah, we'd love to get Presley out, and you guys come down. We'll do a collab. East Coast. I, actually, we're, we're right. talking about mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about maybe next fall or the following spring. We actually want to do a road trip, so we mm -hmm. want to get like a we want to get like a a, a, a Mercedes Skipper Sprinter Sprinter. 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 I can't yeah. ever remember oh, yeah. what that is. Sprinter. We and did. then we want to do like a we want to do we come down the East Coast. We'll like spend some time in Atlanta because we have a bunch of friends in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We'll do some interviews there. We'll head to Tampa. We'll head to um we, we definitely want to hold on hold on slim uh well we definitely want to hit up sammy da sam daly in um where she like sarasota or something yep. and then go down to miami you know we'll hit up our friend olivia and then you know just keep coming mm. north on 95 and uh swing in yeah i'm definitely we're definitely yeah, we'll we have like 15 stops right now on our on our on our fantasy yeah, we, trip yeah, all summer long that's what it sounds like we're trying to do it like my next year son yeah <laughs> <laughs> Your really, summer vacation. That's right. It's planned out yeah, for you. There you go. <laughs> Boy, are our wives going to be happy about that. But well, you better <laughs> take them, too. Let them go on it. Yeah, they they, they don't want to be in there when we have the cameras rolling inside uh, the van. Yeah. 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 That could get weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that will get weird. <laughs> that's but, so cool, man. Yeah, I, would, I mean, dude, two and a half years, you build up a, a, just a salon where you got you know, not only these people are coming in to collab with you guys, but the people just that works there every day collabing Completely. together are killers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's the people that that they are that are bringing the other ones in, right? They're creating the energy to kind of bring the others around. I think around. it's the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, you can't deny it. Nope. I mean, you can't yeah. deny it. They have Naha winners, and they have like show us your vivid win a couple of those. You know, I mean, how do you get that out of like you know? Essentially, a small staff. I mean, yeah. what's thirteen out of eight stations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's incredible. And don't show forget Goldwell. Yeah, don't forget Goldwell. Yeah, the, don't uh, forget Goldwell. Sorry. yeah. Right. she and and she has placed the past three years. She just won last year for the U.S. Bravo. Um, so yeah, it's we like to play. All right, so that's incredible. Anybody man. going through Jacksonville? Yep. Uh, <laughs> come see us. <laughs> that's right. Come see Sage. Yes, absolutely. Come get some pictures with Dorena and Dorena and Dorena. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Keon the barber was coming down here i think two years ago and he was like is anybody and i saw him on facebook is anybody on my way down and i just I was like yeah actually stop in and i'm not shooting you less than an hour later keon was walking in my no spine. he wasn't absolutely he uh, walked in and my husband kind of looks like you he's bald with a big beard keon's like can i do a blow drive or a, a blowout on your beard right here or whatever so he did my husband's beard but yeah he uh, just showed up and wanted to do hair he wanted to get in and do hair oh that's awesome that's so cool yeah, keon's man. awesome yeah i love him did he yeah. ever stop talking he talks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's fine. He's entertaining. I love it. And if he if he could talk and just barber, I'm I'm fine. Right. Because he's incredible. Well, hold on, wait a second. We did see a class with him. He cannot barber and cut. Oh, can he or talk and barber? Or? No, he can't talk and barber. Uh, yeah, I've right. watched him barber. He's a true artist. Oh, comes. there's no doubt his oh, skill, his barber right. skills are. Yeah. Just can't talk and do it. Right. Well, no, he he just stops and he'll, he'll just look at you and just talk to the crowd and then he'll get back started. Right. Yeah, but he. Yeah. Yeah, we love Keon. I watched him probably three or four years ago at the BTC um, in Fort Lauderdale. And there was a group of people that just at the hotel, you know, it was like 
10 o'clock at night. Everybody had been drinking, and they all start doing hair in the, at the poolside, and Keon just pulls out his stuff and starts. Starts zipping away. And I was, I watched him for probably an hour. I was like, this guy is, I mean, I felt like he was as passionate about barbering as I am about color, because yeah, hair yeah. color is definitely more my passion. I mean, I love both, but, um, and you could see it in his work, and his, yeah, you could just see it. It was He's incredible. He's the real deal, man. Yeah, you know. So Keon, you can come and uh, collaborate too. Come right. collab. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. collabs. We'll pick exactly. you up. We'll pick you up in the uh, Sprinter van. Oh. Absolutely, <laughs> that would be a full Sprinter van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be loud. Right. <laughs> It'd only be him. It would only right. be him. Exactly. <laughs> you two would be just listening to Keon the whole time. Right. We'd be banging our head like, "Oh my gosh, Keon!" Right, we'll, 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 we'll connect the trailer to the to the Sprinter van. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking we we're going to pick Presley up that uh, Olivia salon and then bring her up, but I guess uh, I guess we have to do Keon. On now, yeah. Although Keon would love if Presley was in the oh, fan yeah. with him, yeah. <laughs> absolutely throw Olivia in there too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah bring her on up too. Oh, that'd be great, right? right? So, yeah. It'd be like uh, when, uh, like you know, a couple of years ago, B scene with you had uh, all those people at his salon. Yeah. At his salon. Yeah. So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do that too at Sage. So. Yeah, actually, I love his like warehouse style looking salon. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I would like. For our next location to be kind of like that. Yeah, it's like a, that. um, it's like an uh, an old like car dealership, uh, not car dealership, but like a car repair shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would love to have something. Similar. I it's think cool. it looks cool in there. You should fly up to DC and take a peek at it. Yeah, and let us know. We'll uh, we'll zip up. We'll, we'll zip come over up in August for the PTC. Uh, oh yeah, you're, yeah. you're coming up in August, right? I haven't decided yet, but probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Casey Powell coming up in uh, August? Possibly if she's working it. I, I'm at the point that I'm like, yeah, if I'm working it, I'll go. Right. <laughs> That's fine. We've actually never been to one, so we're actually stoked that it's uh, that it's in our backyard. So we'll definitely yeah. be there. I think we were the first ones to buy tickets, by the way, when they mm-hmm. went up. Hey, there will be a lot going on at that, I'm sure. Yeah, we got an apartment, so um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna sit back in the apartment and try to get some <laughs> interviews in. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, you probably get some interviews. There'll be a lot of people to that one. That's yeah. always a fun one. Actually, one of the girls from Australia that I talked to online. Who's that? Um, oh, she won. What is her name? Oh, God, you just asked me her name, and I'm going to forget it now. Um, she was asking me if I was going to be there just because mm-hmm. she's flying over to go to that one. Right. And now you've asked me her name, and I can't remember it. <laughs> but she was part of show up, Provana Show Your Vivids when I was, and we became friends then and just kind of talked back and forth. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I love that, that we have friends all over the world now. That's right. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Social media has really changed everyone's life. Oh, I feel. oh in our industry especially, Comple- I feel like uh, completely. Yeah, it's know? changed the industry. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're not we're not sitting here for not yeah. for social media. Exactly, because yeah. I just never. I think because of my learning disability, I never felt like I could work for a company because I wouldn't. I was scared to like work my way up. Right. And so I would have never been on stage if it wasn't for social media. I would never have this platform if it wasn't for social media, just because I didn't feel confident going into situations and working my way up. It's interesting that you said that because that's exactly how I felt. Because we did a little bit over um, years and years, you know, a million and a half years ago, we did a, um, yeah, I did like a Wella thing mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, it, what held me back was like, do I want to go through this path? Do I want to do I want to do this? Is it, who, is, it who, is it who I am or is it what I want to do? Take all those tests. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where it's beneficial. Sure. Like I would love to be better at speaking on stage or my ben presentation. Mullen. Yes, I'd love to take Ben's class, um, or just presentation skills, right. um, which I think I'm, I'm aware of now, and I will get better at. Uh, so it would have been helpful. I was just I wasn't mature enough to go through that at that point in my life. Well, dude, I know yeah, that. I know. You, I, I know. I can speak for Tony and I. We are huge fans of you. We thanks, um, thanks. and like although we had reached out and uh, reached out to you, the more research we kind of did on you, like like the more like, God, she's she, she's the real deal. <laughs> You know what I mean? And what you're doing is amazing. And, like, I mean, again, the the success, whether it's, like, in the salon or, or just your presence in the industry in the last two and a half years is just amazing. And, oh, thank you. And, and we truly, I'll speak for me, just truly, truly in all of what you're what you're doing. And, and it's kind of, I, I, I'm kind of interested to, to check back with you in, like, five years and just kind of see how the hybrid's working. Yeah. Because it, it's so interesting how, how our business is changing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the beginning, we definitely had people that were like, I can't believe you're doing that. You mm-hmm. know, like. But it's working, and the more I listen to podcasts and things, things are changing. Yeah, people yeah. with because of social media, it's easier to be your your own boss and to build your clientele. Sure, like my um, assistant that went out on the floor like a year and a half ago, she's almost fully booked just from social media. We see it because we've paid nothing in marketing. Our salon does no marketing. That's part of 
the 30, 70 thing. You're responsible for all of your own marketing. But it's all free now. So it's all free. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we were free. like, we were like, we're not paying for that. Yeah. Um, and it's worked out well. I mean, she's completely booked. Not everybody can do that. I think it's mm-hmm. easier for her because she did grow up in Jacksonville. I think those kind of things help. Hundred okay, um, percent. But she creates good content, and she knows how to take a good picture. Dude, and she does beautiful work. But yeah, right. Um, oh, she has a, a salon full of uh, mentors. Mentors, right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I never knew I would enjoy that part of it so much, and I really do enjoy the mentoring part. I like. My long-term goal, probably five years from now, I'll still do here behind the chair a little bit, but I'm more interested in, like, building my team up and getting them to that point. I, at this point, I've been there, back there 22 years. I got plantar fasciitis. My back hurts. <laughs> you know, all that, all that good stuff. So, I mean, I, my body's probably not going to let me do it the way I've been doing it the past 10 years. Right. So I'm glad that I was pushed into opening a salon because I found that I really enjoy the mentoring part, too. Boom. Well, my dear, on that note. Thank you. Erica, Keelan, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon. And we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease.